You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. What's up, Mike? Derek, we got casting crew. We got new pieces of equipment. We sure do. We got a table that is exhibiting some new characteristics. <laughs> and we have you in a sweater that is half dry, half wet. Yeah. Uh, we, so from the casting crew interview that will be coming out, or did come out on Friday, we went up to Rochester to interview Mary DeMarco, who is the casting crew marketing right she's from marketing there. she's a director of marketing yeah. essentially for the casting crew division of ladesley foods Ladesley, yep. uh, so she was able to give us uh some bottles to review so you'll be seeing a lot of content with casting crew over the next couple months because we're booked up until literally we have enough stuff to handle all the way into the middle of april if we stopped getting product right now we're good into the middle of april which is insane. So a ton of content coming from everybody. For yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Because people are starting to ask, like, are you running out of things? Or um, how are people getting onto your podcast? And all different sorts of new questions, which is cool. Because yeah. they're all about the growth that we've had since we started. But basically, we have not seen a decline in opportunity, in people that want to work with us, right. and in product. So we have a lot of things to get through. Because outside of whiskeys, we still have all the gins. Then we have vodkas. Um, and that's where it's going to get interesting because most gins you don't drink neat. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get into more cocktails to actually experience the products that we're going to be tasting. But that's down the road future. We still have a lot of whiskey to get through. And rum, too, we have to get and, to also. And we have rum, yeah. Which is another product that Cast and Crew was nice enough to give us. Is we have a 20-year-old aged rum, which is going to be incredible. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. So And we got to, not to cut you off, but we got to sneak... A little sneak preview too uh, for the rum episode. Just be on the lookout, and you might want to get in to YouTube yeah, to watch that episode because there there may or may not be some things that we've concocted for that episode for the Absolutely. rum. So people's minds are just exploding right now. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things that can go on. But yeah, also today we got the Secret Service like headphones, so you and I can hear ourselves talk. Yeah, so it's going to be really interesting because this keeps falling out of my ear. Does it? Yeah. Um, Probably because my ears are oddly shaped, just like every other body part of my body. So if I keep playing with my ear, that's obviously why. But yeah, we wanted to make sure that we can hear ourselves correctly. Because if we can't hear ourselves correctly, then people listening won't be able to either. 
Yeah, it so. comes down to the volume. We want to make sure that the volume that you're getting, whether it's in your car or in your headphones, are adequate. Yeah. Um, but if you work in a factory and that's when you listen to us, then I guess turn your volume up. So we got our first beep, which means our first initial taste. This is the Cask and Crew Walnut Toffee Whiskey. Um, we can get into the backstory behind it of how we've act- how the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast actually found this whiskey, yeah. uh, which would involve a shout out, yeah. and then we can dive into their company and and what they've done. So, how was your initial sip, dude? It's as good as we tried it the first time. So we this is good. Yeah, you have the backstory, but I do. I the first time that I tried this was during the interview. Yep, which. I gotta stop touching this because it's gonna. Yeah, don't touch the table. table. Yeah, we gotta. The thing is now like a skateboard, so we're good. (laughs) Can kickflip off this. That's right. Um, My first taste with this was when we had our interview. Okay. So, you want to tell the story on how we kind of got? Yeah, absolutely. So, we have a fan who is going to earn their top badge on Facebook because apparently now it's a thing as of this morning. Absolutely. So. Did you turn that functionality on on Facebook? No, it's just like immediate. It's based on obviously the amount of traffic that we've had. Clearly, yeah, yeah no, but <laughs> the <laughs> so one of our fans, uh, subscribers, and he also works with us at times, is basically wanting to get into whiskey. So he's a big beer guy, and him and I went to the liquor store after work, and he wanted to come over and try something new. So we go to the liquor store, we find the local section, which is a treasure hunt every time you go somewhere new because you have to actually look for it. It's not super easy to find. Isn't that upsetting just from yeah, just the obviousness of it? Like, you have to go into a local liquor store and try to find their local section. This should be on, like, the front end cap to highlight local distilleries. You would think. Instead, you have to go searching for it. That or ask. Yeah. And then the employees are kind of scratching their head like, oh, I never really thought about that. Right. All right, cool, guy. Like, I get it. It's your first job. You're, you're maybe 21, but... I don't know. Anyways, so uh, we find the Buffalo local whiskey section, and I immediately started looking at Southern Tier, Black Button, and a couple other distilleries that you and I have had on the on the podcast, and he picks up this bottle and shows it to me, and I said, well, what do you think? And he goes, well, what are your thoughts? Because this is a flavor to it. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, realistically... Um, Having a flavor profile like that, there should not be a burn when you're having the product because they want to emphasize the flavor, which come to find out, I was right on that assumption, um, which we can get into with the interview and or watch the interview that released on Friday and you can see that. But we ended up buying it and went back to my house, relaxed, had some food, caught up, and then we started trying it. And then all of a sudden... We're four hours in, half the bottle's gone. We lost track of time, and we're having we're having a party. It was just the two of us just hanging out. Basically, what this is, uh, we had our own Buffalo Happy Hour yeah, inside really. my inside my dining room, and it was really good. We just kept drinking it. So he kept the bottle, um, and then he goes, "You should reach out to them." And then that was it. We reached out, and that brought us all the way over to Rochester, New York, where you and I drove over curbs, which was hilarious. <laughs> And for the backstory on that, it snowed, and there was a lot of snow, and the snow hid some of the features inside of the parking lot, one of which being a curb, and luckily I was in my truck, kind of went over a little yeah, bump. Yeah, would have died if you were in my car. Yeah, yeah, we would have totaled your car. <laughs> and I looked at you, and I was like, what was that? And you're like, that was a curb, my guy. And I was like, well, 
who knew? Yeah. So luckily it was just a little bump. But it was funny we're because as we're pulling into the parking lot, so is our interviewee. And she's walking <laughs> into the door. She Watching didn't look us. back. but Oh, she did. Did she? Oh, she did. Yeah, we totally ran over someone. But it, luckily it was a curb and not an actual person. Yeah, that was a really good time. Yeah, that was awesome. So we're like, yeah, we're here for the interview. We're just two jamokes here to interview you that don't know how to drive yet. It was yeah, a was perfect awesome. first impression. Yeah. So from there, um, we got a full tour of their facility. And before we started the tour, I, again, made a donkey out of myself. I'm trying not to swear on this episode. So Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just going to see what happens. Hey, man. But, do you. Yeah. It's probably not going to work out. So, anyways. Yeah. I the, give it five minutes. Yeah. So, I made an ass out of myself in front of her. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. So. How long was it? <laughs> <laughs> so. I have this odd thing where every time I walk into a building, I want to know where the restrooms and exits are because I need to do two things while I'm there is go to the bathroom and then leave at any point. So uh, I walked in and immediately found two exits that were around my AO and then I found the bathroom, which I was stoked about because driving from Buffalo to Rochester, things happen. So uh, I asked to use the restroom and then they wanted to show me where it was as good hosts and then I awkwardly stood there with complete confidence and said, I already know where it is. So that was pretty odd. Yeah, she's like, okay. Yeah. And then she's like, well, that anyways, and she just kind of bypassed <laughs> yeah. it. Thank God to her. But yeah, it was, it was strange for me. So um, then we went through the tour and then props to them, uh, which we talked about in the interview. It's really clean yeah. from top to bottom inside the production line where the factory were, we didn't cross the red line, yeah. um, but we, we didn't have our hard hats. Yeah. We didn't have our hard hats, safety glasses, ear pro, eye pro, all that fun stuff. Um, as people in the industry call it, the proper PPE. So we did not have that. And we enjoyed all of the things that they do there. Come to find out this place is massive, which you want to touch on real quick for those who haven't seen the interview yet. Yeah. I mean, they, so like Mike was saying, and I love putting my hands on this table, but I can't. And I got to keep Just put it right in your thighs, brother, bro. My thighs aren't that big. Um, (laughs) it's my gut that's big, but the, so this is a new division within the Ledestri food industry. So Ledestri, they make all different types of food. Yeah. Um, and canned foods, sauces, one of their big productions is like spaghetti sauce or pizza sauce or something along those lines. Salsas. Yeah. So they are a massive company and they just spun off the spirits division that is headquartered in Rochester. Same with candy. Same with candy. Right. Yeah. Yep. So they're, they're a huge company. Um, props to Mary again for allowing us to come and interview her on a Saturday because they're not open on a Saturday, but she was so excited to have us come up there because she knew obviously you and I work normal jobs and for us to go out there on a normal day would be relatively difficult because we wouldn't get there until like six 30. Correct. So she was awesome. Very accommodating. She gave us all like some awesome products to take home with us, including these sweatshirts, which yes. Mike and I on the way home decided that we are going to wear these on the episode. And then dumb me forgot that we're going to wear these on the episode. And I have this sweatshirt and the washer and didn't put it in the dryer. So I'm like, Mike, give me 10 minutes. And I'm going to try to dry this as much as I possibly can. <laughs> so the right side of my body is heating because it just came out of the dryer. But the left side of my body is soaked because this still is not dry yet. So right. It's a good time. Absolutely. So I'm probably going to get sick out of this somehow because we're also in my cold basement. So We'll figure it out. 
Just keep slamming the, the oranges yeah. for vitamin C. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely check out that interview on Friday. She was a riot. She was an incredible time. She was excited to have us, and she knew a ton about whiskey, which being a huge company and them just spinning this division off, I wasn't expecting her to know as much as she did. And she knew everything. It was incredible. Which is good because it was her baby. Right. I mean, she's from labeling to naming to coming up with different flavors. I mean, she was she had her hand in every pot from right. the time that the idea came about to a finished product that they're now in multiple different locations and um, a few states. Yeah. So if you want to know more about the states, we asked her about that during the actual interview. So go and check out that that just released on Friday. It was a very, very good episode. They have a ton of... So the, the thing with this company is they do a a blended approach. So they're not an actual distillery because their parent company is Ledestri. So what they do is they take whiskey and rye whiskey from different parts of North America and they blend it in their facility. So they don't actually distill it themselves. They partner with other distilleries to do that. So they partnered with a company in Canada to uh, make rye whiskey because Canada is known for their rye. And then they partnered with a company in Kentucky to make the corn whiskey, which is just regular whiskey. And they, it was shipped to them, and then they finish it in their barrels and add their flavors and do all that stuff. So they have a bunch of different products that are catered to many different types of individuals. They have these products, which are a lower price point, which is great to get people into whiskey. I believe these are only like 25 or 30 bucks for a huge bottle. Yeah. But they have these bottles that have different types of flavors to it. So what we're drinking right now is the walnut toffee, but there's also an orange, which will have as well, which basically tastes exactly like an old-fashioned coming out of the bottle. Yeah, it's an old-fashioned in a bottle. It's insane. Yeah. Um, then they also have a ginger spice, a regular rye, and they just came out with a premium whiskey that is only sold in the liquor stores that are attached to Wegmans because Wegmans just bought all their barrels. Yes. They're just like, we're not, like, we want everything. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so one of the main locations is Amherst Street Wegmans um, down by Buff State for those that are local. So if you're interested in that premium whiskey from Cask and Crew, head over there um, because Wegmans bought every single bottle that they were going to put into production. Yeah, Um, and so Mike did an incredible analysis on his taste buds of what he tasted when he tried that one. I was just on that Uh, day. Yeah, you were were killing it. Um, So if you haven't listened to that interview and you want to try that, premium whiskey it's around 50 so it's still not even like a huge premium price tag to it Mm -hmm. but it was fantastic and as it was going down as it was wrestling under taste buds and it was coming out your nose not literally coming out your nose but the flavor is coming out of your nose you had a ton of different flavor profiles that were incredibly smooth so they have something catered to the people that want to get into whiskey which is this walnut toffee which doesn't have a burn but it has a good taste to it yeah. they have a rye whiskey where you can either try it and like sip it or that's good for mixing and cocktails and then they have their premium whiskey for the more seasoned whiskey lovers that enjoy the actual taste of true whiskey so yeah very interesting it was it was an incredible experience we're very thankful for them absolutely they did a really good job of hosting us. Her son actually came out because he wanted to get a feel for how to run a podcast. Mm-hmm. And he did a really good job of pouring and then letting us feel comfortable. He supplied water out of nowhere, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, but they were just really, really nice people. So shout out to them because we appreciate all their all their feedback for one and then just help promoting. Um, he was extraordinarily generous with those samples. Yeah, he was. He was filling those cups up to the brim. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but it was awesome. But then she, like, we got bottles from them. Mm-hmm. 
And she gave us actual new bottles instead of the ones that we were drinking out of. Right. Which was, again, Mary, you are a fantastic host. We love you. We're coming back eventually. <laughs> yeah, we will. There's there's a lot of opportunities for future collaboration, so we're excited for that. Yeah. So this one that we have, again, we're talking about it again, but this one that we have is the Walnut Toffee. What are your initial impressions of it? I know that you've had it before and we had it there, but what are your initial impressions of it? I mean, this is perfect for somebody that, which I get asked a lot, is if I'm new to this, what should I start with? Mm-hmm. This. Yeah. Um, there's... Two products that we've had since starting the podcast. Um, one we'll actually do in an upcoming episode, so I'm not going to touch on it too hard. Um, but that is one of them, and then this is the other. Mm-hmm. There's no burn because the entire intent of this product is to have the flavors linger and then hit you initially, and the ending note is really no burn. Right. It's so you're experiencing the flavors, not the burn of the whiskey. When you get into their premier products um, and their premier whiskey specifically, that's when you really start to get into the traditional sense of drinking a whiskey where you sip it and you're like, and everyone makes the the whiskey face. Um, (laughs) This is just really nice on itself. So this is the perfect introductory whiskey for someone who's interested. What what proof is this one again? I know that she told us during the interview, but I didn't actually end up writing this down. It's lower from what I remember. Yeah, it's a lower. I think it's only, it's 35% alcohol, so it's 70%. Yeah. Or it's a 70 proof. 70 proof, right. So it, it is a lower content than what we're normally used to having. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's good for the introductory. You, if you are going into this whiskey thinking that it's going to taste like a, like a true whiskey, it's 1000% not. No, it's not. The initial sip is incredibly sweet. You can yeah. off the bat taste the... Toffee. toffee and the walnut. Yeah. It just it hides all the whiskey flavors, which makes this an extremely dangerous drink. Good thing it is only 70 proof because this can knock you on your ass real quick. Yeah, and it did. When I I literally <laughs> had half the bottle, man. And, and which I talked about in the interview from what I remember. Um dude, we've been so busy lately, but Dude, I don't know what interview like all everything's merging together. Yeah. In like 14 days, how many shows have we recorded? We recorded like eight or something, right? Yeah. You're right. It's been ridiculous. Yeah, it was all over. Um, but I, I shared with her that night when um, we had half of the bottle in my house. Thank God I was home because I stood up after having a half bottle over time. You know, we were still responsible. Yeah. But I stood up and then that's when it hit. And I was like, dude, this is, it's still whiskey. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to be smart about it. But I was like, this is so good. I don't want to stop drinking it. And luckily I had a Sunday to recover. But I'm getting old, man. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's It'll hit you hard, but you have to drink half the bottle to do that. And you can easily with this. Yes. This isn't a screwball-like whiskey where it comes out as syrup. Right. It still comes out as whiskey. And it it is whiskey. I mean, it's, what, 51% corn whiskey Mm -hmm. and 49% rye. Is that the right? Yeah. Yeah, 50. No, I'm sorry. 51% rye, 49% corn whiskey. Gotcha. Yep. So it is whiskey. I mean, it's not artificial flavors. It's not fillers it's not syrup it Mm is 100 percent whiskey with flavors in it so it will kill you if you drink the whole bottle yeah but don't be tempted to because it's fantastic and you can drink the whole bottle i really don't want to have this with any kind of cocktail i just want it neat do you want to talk about cocktails though while we're just talking about it right now yeah we can we can we can dive into the cocktail section all right well first of all we got to drop the beat but you want to introduce it let's do it we have to have this set up bro so i can just disappoint you Okay, so we're now going to get into the cocktail section. Derek, drop the beat. Cocktails. 
So my cocktail is the whiskey around the world. Atta boy, <laughs> killing it. And to be honest, just as a, a forewarning brief, this is a recipe for you. Yep. So this is not a quick one. Uh, so for the whiskey around the world, you need one and a half ounces of this walnut toffee from Cask and Crew. You need a half ounce of sweet vermouth, three quarter ounce of Amontillado sherry. Again, oh, sherry's okay. Got yeah. It. Not cherry. Correct. Gotcha. A quarter ounce of coconut syrup. Ooh, coconut. Yeah. Little little flavor spice for you. Two dashes of Angostria bitters. Yep. Two dashes of orange bitters. And then an orange peel for garnish. It's a darker looking cocktail, but I'm not going to be surprised if it tastes incredible. So, walnut, coconut, walnut, orange. Yeah, walnut, coconut, and orange, and then... Sherry, so it's kind of a... The sherry's and the bitters. Yeah, yeah. Which might mellow it out a little bit, right. but yeah. But wow, that's a, that's a, that'll, punch, that'll punch it with a ton of different flavors. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that glass. So mine is we're we're gonna go back to the the Russian uh, collusion stuff. Here it comes. Uh, so so this one is called the hacked Russian, and with these different uh, products that we try, we try to sample or suggest a cocktail that involves their product. So in doing so, we normally go to their website, which is what these two came from. Right. But this one is the hacked Russian. It's pretty easy, so I won't drag it out like Mike did. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> an ounce and a half of the Cask and Crew Walnut Toffee, again, what we're drinking right now. And then an ounce of coffee liqueur, which, if you watched last week's episode from Black Button, they're have a they just going to be releasing a coffee liqueur on the 29th. So, um, that's going to be, you can mix that with that. And then topped with a little cream. So, it's pretty um, simple, but yep. uh, I'm assuming it's going to taste fantastic. Yeah. We can actually make it if we want, because we have the bottle over there. Look at all the bottles we got over there. There's a lot going we're on, man. Yeah. There's so many products that we have to get through. At least we're not filming this one as early as last time. That's true. Because yeah, last we moved it to the right a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're at 12. Originally, it was going to be around 9. Yeah. But yeah, we moved it a little bit. This is this is a lunchtime drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for That's lunch. Awesome. Speaking of that, I'm obsessed with food. So if you guys have any great food recommendations that you like with whiskey, just toss them in because I'm all about it. Dude, Macy's is still just putting out all these different types of pizzas. What was their most recent one that you talked to them about? Because I know what it is, but they don't. It was uh, the one that we talked about on the car on the way home. Which one? The Thanksgiving from, one? No, it because was... they did a Thanksgiving one, but they're not releasing it. It was just for fun. Oh, just because, for fun. Yeah, I just I just make pizzas for fun. Right. Yeah. It was it was involving a breakfast food. A typical bre- breakfast food for the pizza. Remember? Breakfast food for the pizza? Yeah. No. Do, do you remember? No. It was about the crust. Oh, the everything bagel crust. Everything bagel yeah, crust pizza. Yeah. Come on. How do they think of this stuff? Because it's insane. they grew up like we did, yeah. slamming bagel bites, <laughs> and he goes... <laughs> slamming bagel bites. Yeah, he's like, let's exemplify the bagel bite yeah. and make it better, and that's what they did. By the way, still not a sponsor. By the way, still talking about it. Yeah, still talking about <laughs> it. Because, yeah, they're, they're just creating all this different stuff, and their their new pizza that's coming out is going to be great. They have a pizza that is... The slices are seriously, like... It has to be a foot long, actual slice. It's dangerous, man. Long. I mean, we yeah. got, yeah. What we should do this is, is we should. why America's fat, and I love it. Yeah. I told you the other day, I'm like, I'm so happy to grow fat with you. <laughs> because all we're doing is just fucking chugging whiskey and eating pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then whatever restaurants close after whatever we do for yeah. the podcast work-wise, then we just go grab something quick to eat. Right. So, yeah, it's exciting. 
more exciting news. So Christmas Spirits event is coming up quick. Yes, just posted about it this morning. You need to get your tickets now. So they do 25 general admission. So yes. what that means is you're buying a $25 ticket and you can go and have taste all the vendors that are there. Mm-hmm. They, uh, w- We went to the Forbes Theater actually yesterday, which was Friday, and we talked with the individuals that were in charge of the event and kind of organizing what is going to happen, where they want us, where the vendors are going to be. So Forbes Theater is this extremely beautiful venue. Yeah, it is. We posted a picture about it. And the architecture is just gorgeous. Yep. So if you're not even a whiskey fan, just go because it is going to be a cool event. And there's going to be different distilleries and breweries and wineries there too. So it's not all whiskey. Right. They also have the other section that's open to the public. Yes. That initial bar that's got the European looking bench, booth right. seats, yeah. and a table. It's a really nice, really comprehensive, cool venue mm-hmm. um, to go at. So even just for the atmosphere to check it out, it's a nice building that yeah. they've done. And it's immaculate. Yeah, so general admission is going to be twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. VIP is going to be thirty five. Um, I know you have it pulled up on your phone. You want to talk about what VIP has? Yeah, so for thirty five bucks, you're allowed up on the stage, which is pretty cool. Which is where we're going to be. Yes, you're also going to get vending tastings from six to ten, which is essentially the entire event. Yep. Uh, selfies with a Santa contest, an ornament gift. You can build your own hot cocoa bar, and you can spike it if you want. There's the past hors d'oeuvres and a dessert table, and then they also threw in water. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also going to be the open bar during the event towards the back of the theater itself. Um, and then they have the seating up top mm-hmm. that they're not utilizing. Um, but if somebody's into building spaces and seeing things from different angles yeah. and want to be artsy or whatever floats your boat, it's going to be they're crowded. Not, so yeah, it'll be so cool they're to not, get up there and just sit. Yeah, because they're not going to close it off, so you can go up there and check it out. Um, just know that for the event, everything is going to be on the ground. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be open as well. So all that for 35 bucks is a really good deal. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, going up on the stage with us is just a big enough deal as it is. Right. But <laughs> if you get password nerves, and people underestimate water. When you go to those events and mm-hmm. you're looking for water, it's stressful as hell. Well, there was actually the, when the flag, the tall ships, when they came to Buffalo this oh, year, yeah. it was super hot. And they didn't think about water. And there was a wait line to get a glass of water. Do you remember that? Yeah. So it's it's good that it's included and they actually thought about it moving forward. Um, so, I mean, they've they've thought of a lot of different aspects to and make sure this event. Food. And you get food. If you're drinking, mm-hmm. especially any of the whiskeys or products that these distilleries are going to be putting out, the breweries, which we can talk about again, who's going to be coming. So, um, but let, let me finish my thought first. So Go ahead. if you're drinking all this stuff, you're going to need some food. And you might as well get something with the VIP tickets for $35. Right. Only $10 more than general admission. Yeah. And you're going to get food with this because you know damn well as soon as you're done at the event and you don't get food, you're going to play taco. Which is not going to be a good decision because you're going to regret it later. Yeah, absolutely. So just get some of these hors d'oeuvres. They're not going to skimp out on the hors d'oeuvres. We don't necessarily know what's going to be there. But it's not going to be just some gross stuff. It's a huge event. It's hosted by Elkin Development at the Forbes Theater. It's going to be some quality food. Yeah. So go grab those VIP tickets. Elkindevelopment.com backslash this hyphen is hyphen Buffalo backslash Christmas Spirits. Go get those tickets before they sell out. Because, again, if you don't, you're going to be missing out. Yeah. So these are the distilleries that are going to be there. Hartman's Distilling, which isn't even open to the public yet, right? Yeah. they're Well, they're in a tough spot. They're a startup. And they have 26 bottles in circulation. Which is huge. Yeah. 26 bottles. 
Yeah. So we got a lot more. Okay, so now we're busy until June. Oh no no no! I don't. I think that's just one product, and they have twenty six. Or I don't. I don't know the specifics yet. We're well, also, either way, if there's yeah, twenty six so, bottles, we can try all twenty six. Right, but after we're um, after work on Tuesday, we're gonna meet with them. Yeah. So we're gonna sit down and figure out way more details about Hartman's Distillery. I just know that they they're awesome people for one, mm-hmm. um, and they are with they're attached to the new resurgence location. Mm-hmm. And they're also, their landlord is Ellicott Development. Right. So they're tied into this event. They're going to be there. Uh, they're awesome people. But yeah, so so they're going to be there. They're a startup and they have, as I know, 26 bottles. I don't know if that's 26 different products or one yeah. product with 26 bottles, but go on. So the Hartman's is going to be there, obviously, like you, we just said. Mm-hmm. Lockhouse is going to be there. Which is awesome. We just did an interview with them. So if you're interested in Lockhouse, which is in a sweet location and... Um, the Cobblestone the District. Cobblestone District, yeah. yeah. If you're interested in learning more about that, we just did an interview with him, and it'll be releasing soon. Uh, th- that was an incredible episode. Again, they're a tenant of Ellicott Development, so they're going to be there as well. Yep. Three Chord Bourbon, we've done an interview with them. We've covered all these bases, which is incredible on our end, but it's also cool because we can go to this event with more of a personalized approach and really get to know these people outside of their um, their office. So it'll right. be cool. So Three Chord will be there. We did an interview with him. It'll be releasing also pretty shortly. Tommy Rotter will be there. Mm-hmm. Iron Smoke will be there, which if you guys know these are, or have been subscribed to our podcast, you'll know that we already did both of those. And we did our interview with Iron Smoke. So now if you haven't watched that and you're interested on that, uh, go back and check out that interview because it's going to be awesome. Um, and then Empire Merchants North, which isn't a distillery, it's a distribution company, but they're going to be there with different products as well. Um, also Patrick's rooftop, which again is the bar at 500 Pearl, but they're going to probably be there with different products as well. Yeah. So those two are definitely distilleries. They're the newest rooftop <clears throat> bar in Buffalo and the atmosphere is sensational. It's all in the same building. Right. They completely reformed that building, made it for an insane multi-use function. Mm-hmm. And they have all these different spots and it's just a sweet building. People so, also live in the building. Yeah. There's residential lofts, which is ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta go. Yeah. Even if you're, you don't want to pay money go to at least a public part and then once you get there you might be able to buy tickets at the door um i don't know how they're going to be handling that but i think well initially that's what they did say yeah um is that you can get them at the door which is the general emission pricing okay cool so yeah the if you don't go or don't want to spend money off the bat just go there see what it's like and then you'll probably buy a ticket to the door because it's going to be a sweet event yeah breweries so southern tier is going to be there uh, Mac Jack, which is cider, is going to be there. Resurgence, which we just talked about, which is in the same building as Hartman's, is going to be there. Great Lakes, Hamburg, and Ellicott Brewing are all going to be there, too. So the big hitters in Buffalo, it's going to be an awesome event. They also have I, a I DJ. Emphasize it. Yeah. So there's going to be live music. I mean, it's just uh, it's worth checking out. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we're going to be there doing live interviews and podcast events and everything like that. So it'll, yeah. be, it'll be a cool time. Yep. And for those that are... Not familiar with exactly where 500 Pearl is. It's across the street from Shays. Mm-hmm. Um, there's multiple parking lots all around, and there's also a ramp for the vendors. Yeah, um, that's literally all the information that we have thus far. Yeah. So we still have some time before the event is completely v- ramped up and so on and so forth. Which but, is on December 4th. I don't know if we touched about that yet. But yeah, December, December 4th, 4th, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Again, alkydevelopment.com. If you just Google them and then you go to their events page, Christmas Spirits is right on there. You can buy the tickets from there or you can go back and listen to the link. Uh, we'll be posting the link in all of our social media too just for mm-hmm. everybody to, to follow it. Um, it's going to be a great event. But when we went there to go do the interview, 
or um, not interview, but meet with the people that were there to figure out kind of where we are. Shays was packed. Yes, and it was. And you and I wanted to kill somebody because traffic was brutal. <laughs> yeah, I had, I was hangry and yeah. I knew that I had to, I had to work first before I could eat. But yeah, there was a random British acapella group. Which I'm a fan of acapella. Don't get me wrong. I love I love acapella. Colleen will attest to that. Yeah, me too. Um, and which is a shame that you dislike my beatboxing because I'm pretty much in an acapella group just by myself. You heard me singing earlier. Got to warm up those vocal cords. I yeah, can do everything, bro. Right. So I'll, I'll glaze over all of that, <laughs> and we had to meet with them, figure out the more specific details, and then afterwards we got wings at Dinosaur Barbecue, which we found out that they offered a strange amount numbered pieces yeah. it was three six and 13 13 which was very so, strange because in buffalo strange. everything is 10, 10 20, 20 30, 30 50, 50. <laughs> yeah, it's weird yeah you and i don't go for wings often it's fine yeah uh, so yeah we're like uh okay then i guess we'll just take six but it was cool because we or they don't deep fry them right off the bat so they don't shrink they grill them yeah with the barbecue sauce and then they just dip them in basically the deep fry just to get a uh, crust on the outside, mm-hmm. but they don't deep fry them. So even though that there were only six, it was basically like you were eating 10. Yeah, they're big. The, the, they were huge wings. Yeah. So for those listening outside of the state, you're only going to hear Duff's and Anchor Bar, mm-hmm. where you would go if you're visiting Buffalo. Please, if you visit Buffalo check out other locations other than Duff's and Anchor Bar. I'm not taking away anything from anybody, but just know that there's better wings at typically like a general local pizzeria in any town. We'll have great wings that keep up with Duff's and Anchor Bar. So if you don't want to deal with the publicity or long lines or whatever it may be. Just the hype. Yeah, yeah, just the hype. If if you want to get like a different authentic wings experience, um, you can reach out to us and we can give you our personal opinions um i don't even know if we're like legally allowed to do it over the air but um there just know that there's other locations and then they're ran by really really nice people that are down to earth and care about the communities so check those places out too because they need love absolutely have you been to dumpster anchor bar in a while yeah yeah well if you had to choose which one which one would you would you go to i like i like the ease of duff's but I like the wings at Anchor Bar. Okay. But Duff's is it's nice. I mean, don't get me wrong, they they do a good job. Yeah. Um, but I like I like the wings a little bit better at Anchor Bar. Wherever you go, like even any small town you go to, you're going to find better quality food at the mom and pop shops because they actually need to produce better quality food in order to continue to have business. Mm-hmm. Obviously, supply and demand. If you have more people coming to your establishment, that means that your product is better. And then more people are going to come. It's just the the give and take of owning a business. Right. So if you go to Duff's and Anchor Bar, again, not slamming them because they do good products, but you're going to find better quality and bigger wings and better sauces at these other mom and pop shops around. Yeah. Um, which kind of gets to our point because we, our, our podcast is called the Buffalo Happy Hour for a reason. We love whiskey. We want to start with whiskey, but... Eventually, you and I are going to want to do different happy hour-like content. Absolutely. So when we were at Dinosaur Barbecue, we talked to them about their happy hour specials because who knows? Maybe the owner of that is a whiskey fan or someone that works there is a whiskey fan. So we can have them on the show, talk whiskey, what their favorite whiskey is, what whiskeys they offer, but also highlight their happy hour specials that they do. Because the distillery industry is great and that's where our primary focus is. But in order to bring Buffalo up to where you and I want it to be, 
we have to highlight the food here because for some reason people still don't think buffalo is like a top five food in the country they're slowly learning that through travel they're channel slowly learning, yeah. and nat geo but yeah i mean there's both aren't sponsors but yeah i mean there's <laughs> a lot that can be offered in buffalo and it goes it literally goes back to our why and our mission statement for the podcast like we're trying to eliminate negative stereotypes nationwide about buffalo and we're trying to bring buffalo up to the pedestal that it deserves to be on mm-hmm. um but it's interesting because a lot of people want to keep Buffalo a secret, yeah. um, which I don't think that'll change. I mean, there's a different culture in Buffalo because mm-hmm. people from Buffalo love Buffalo. So there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about, which I'm I'm excited about because yeah. this podcast is a blast. Yeah, so absolutely. it's cool that we can reach out and touch different products, different businesses, different distilleries, different events, um, and then just work with Buffalo. Literally every bar or establishment has a happy hour special at some point. Of course. So there is like, for example, Bar Louis, they have uh, like a dollar burger sliders or something on Tuesdays. Oh yeah, and burger they, night. They don't, people don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And they're not teensy burgers. They're decent sized sliders. It's a burger. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah, right. you're getting a burger um, for a dollar with fries. The only stipulation to it is you have to get something other than water. Right. So I always got sweet tea. Yeah. I just started slamming food. But yeah, exactly. That's where I so, went to college because it was super cheap yeah. and you could eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, ex- and I can eat a lot. Sure can. Yeah, I'm a growing boy, as Mama always says. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I am the way that I am now. My nickname was Bubba. Bubba. Yeah. Why? I was nine pounds when I showed up to this world. Did you really? Yeah. I was big, dude. I had rolls going down my wrists. I had rolls from, like, my knee to my feet. I was a disaster. I was so fat. I think I was eight, nine when I came. It's a good size baby. Yeah. It's healthy. How long were you? Do you remember? No, I don't know. I don't remember my length. How tall? No. I, I knew. I, I, I was a big baby. I know that, but yeah. I don't remember the... I think I was 22 inches. I was, I was 20. I want to say 21, but I'm not sure. Okay. I'd have to check. And look at us now. Right? Yeah. Both over six feet. Yeah. You're apparently way older than I am because you have a beard. Yeah, I know. That's so, funny. So you heard that I need to shave my beard that way we can. It was a recommendation, yeah. and I told that person no. So. Because I enjoy looking much older than I am. Because when I'm 40 and I look 80, if I shave this beard, I go back down to 20. That's what I'm saying. positive. Man. That's right. Math. That's what, <laughs> that's what I need to do. That's right. That's right. <laughs> when did you start the beard? Because you didn't always have it. Because you used to have like a like a nice gentleman... Um, Are you calling this not nice and gentle? No, no, no. Now you're like Lumberjack, but there's... Um, <laughs> dude, like the show White Collar? Yeah. With Matthew Bomber? Oh my God. Like my he'd have like... Crush? Yeah, I mine too. Him. Me too. He's beautiful. So he is beautiful. Not and he's perfectly symmetrical, which is ridiculous. Dude, that's where like my passion for dressing nice came from. That's what I'm talking I've about. Always... I used, dude, I would send screenshots to Colleen. <laughs> that show changed my world. I've, I've always dressed nice. Like when I used to skateboard back when I was younger. Hashtag emo. But when I used to skateboard when I was younger... <laughs> I always had a polo or a button-up on, and they're like, what are you doing? Like, you're skateboarding. You're not going for a magazine shoot. But, like, that's what I would do. I would, I would always wear something with a collar on, which I'm pretty sure we talked about last week on how you'll never see me without a collar. And here we are without a collar. Loser. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, so I, I've always dressed nice, but seeing Matt Bomer in his suit with, like, the cufflink or the French cuff shirts coming just past his suit and him just looking 100% all the time. I'm like, this man is beautiful. I need to be his best friend. Is it Bomber or Bomber? I don't know. Either way. Bomber. Either way, the dude's Matt a Bomer. beast. Yeah, he's awesome. So, we, uh, that was it. I mean, that was the start. But that you used to replicate his facial hair. You would have, like, a clean-cut 5 o'clock shadow that kind of grew in a little bit, so you knew that you could grow it, but you didn't have, like, a full-on beard like you did now. When did the beard start? 
It was after college, wasn't it? Yeah, it was after college. It right. was probably around... I, like, I used to go back and forth. I've never been clean-shaven. I think I was clean-shaven for a month when I started working because I thought that that's what you had to. Yeah, I'm like the and, third grade. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I came out of the womb with a full beard. <laughs> um, but, and then when I did all the traveling for the police jobs, I had to shave for that because they would rip you a new one if you didn't. And of course. yell at you that you're thinking that you're undercover already and that you're better than you are. But, um, so I shaved a little bit for that. But ever since then, I started growing it. And I think in 2015 or 2016, I did like a no shave November where I shaved it in the beginning of the month. It must have been 2014 actually because um, I was done with doing all the police stuff then. And then it was growing in in November. And I'm like, I might as well just do no shave November and not shave it. And then I started getting it down super long. And then I watched videos on YouTube, obviously, on how to maintain your beard, how to shape it yourself. That way I didn't have to go to the barber all the time. And it got to this point where I like having it down lower to cover my, like, triple chin that I have and my butt chin. So (laughs) I learned how to trim it and cut it, um, like, a little bit even so it looks better. And then ever since then, I just always had it at least probably a good half an inch long. I can't tell you the last time that I was at stubble. Which Gina was telling me today, she's like, you should probably trim it a little bit. No, man, it's going to go Duck Dynasty. It's going to be down to the floor. You use beard oil? No. No? Yeah. All natural, huh? Yeah, it's all natural. Interesting. Uh, I I use um, not beard oil, but beard balm. If I'm going to an event or something, I'll put it down that way. I don't get all the strays. Right. But yesterday when we went to the event at 500 Pearl for us to talk to them i like took out a blow dryer and like blow like blow dried it down okay and even just doing that it just goes long ways interesting yeah but i, I keep telling and teasing gina that i'm gonna just do mustache just like go full gardener Minshew and just have a rocking mustache that's what i'm talking about yeah. so f- why not not to tease the bhh housewives but for the future wedding are you gonna do a beard are you gonna clean it or i, I gotta do a beard if I come out, if I don't shave until that day and I come out clean-shaven, she's not going to know it's me. She's never seen me with a clean shave. Clean that shaven. some of your family members might have a heart attack. Yeah, no, no one will yeah. know who I am. Right. I don't think Gina's seen me with a beard shorter than, like, three-quarters of an inch. Interesting. It's been that long since I've had it like this. All right, all right. Yeah, so, like, I have the guards on my the trimmer that I have. Yeah. And I use the biggest guard, and that's the lowest I'll go. Wow. It's one inch, yeah. Okay. So it's been a while. But, I mean, I'll, I'll clean it up and, like, shave it, obviously, when that time comes. Yeah. But right now it's going to be – it's going to stay this length for a while. I love this length, especially well, during winter. Dude. Yeah, that's it what I'm saying. We're getting into it winter. It keeps you cold or warm, warm a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about your beard. Are you going to grow it out now that you're done? I don't know, man. I don't know. When I'd was rather... the last time you had facial hair, like, uh, like a substantial amount? Have you ever? Yeah, there was a time where things lined up and I was able to grow, like, a month and a half. I got to – just outside of the itchy phase. Oh, yeah. And then I got rid of it. Yeah. I couldn't... It just... It bothers me. Like, the most I'll do is I'll do, like, a, a really neat... Kind of like now, but I'd shave the sides. Um, goatee. Yeah. And that's just, like, real... It's low. It's almost 5 o'clock shadow. Sure. Um, but I, I don't... I can't, I don't know, man. I just... It's, beard's not my thing. Yeah. You want to grow a beard like Fitz? You got to... You gotta put some uh, the time into that. Did you when we played him? Did you He's see his nuts, beard? He's man. Too? That thing is so intense. <laughs> it's like popping through his chin. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. It's literally going through his face mask at some points with awesome. his mustache. He's such a G. I love him. He is a bro. I give him that. But yeah, the uh, 
the facial hair I, I'm not a massive fan of just because I hate scratching my face constantly, but I I might grow out my hair. The thing about growing out my hair is when I'm at the gym or doing any kind of workout, when my hair goes over my ear, I can feel the sweat, and I hate that. Yeah. That's like my biggest pet peeve, so I typically clean the ears and back of my neck around, and I don't like when my hair is touching my collar yeah. in a thick sense because then I'm, I'm able to like... It just, I don't know, bothers me. Like, I just don't like the feel of it. So I typically clean that and then just let the top grow out. But that's another reason why I don't go short with the beard, because I can't stand that itchy phase. It's terrible. If I go to, like, a half inch or something, mm-hmm. that's when the itch starts for me. Yeah. So from a half inch to a three-quarter inch, if I go there, I'm done. Yeah. And then I just get pissed, so I keep it at this length. I'm pretty stereotypical. I mean, the most um, rebellious thing I do is wear a hat at this point. Yeah. But otherwise, my hair and my face have got to be cleaned up. That makes sense. It's a way of life, man. Yeah. So speaking of Fitz and uh, Gardner Minshew, we threw out two uh, NFL quarterback references here. You want to talk about the Bills a little bit? Yeah. So what's your prediction for the game? <clears throat> so this one is going to come. This episode is going to come out the following Monday. So we would have already played. Who do we play? Wait. So we play the Broncos, and then we play the. I think is it Baltimore next? I'm not sure. All right. Let me check. We'll go know. ahead. But yeah, so this one that's coming out that we haven't uh, watched yet is going to be the Broncos. So my prediction to the Broncos is going to be that Buffalo wins, but it's going to be, again, a very low-scoring game. They surprised me last week at Miami. I thought it was going to be more of a low-scoring game. Yeah. Who is it, Patriots? No, I'm an idiot. We're playing on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, duh, obviously. Right. I forgot about that. Um, Which, that that one. Then the Ravens. Yeah, that one's going to be bad. But um, we'll see. I'm predicting it's going to be bad. But this week against the Broncos, I'm predicting it's going to be, again, like a 2017 or something really close. Really? Yeah. I was Denver gonna, has, like, a top three defense. Their defense is good. Um, I'm worried because we were hurt on tackle, mm-hmm. and now we have Cody Ford going up against Von Miller, which that's a joke. Yeah. That's like Khalil Mack going up against the best offensive tackle coming out of high school in New York State. Like. Right. First of all, you played high school football in New York State, <laughs> yeah. so it's a, not even a real showing of your talent until you go to, like, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Even Pennsylvania, you'd get destroyed, let alone down south. Um, and they cause turnovers all the time with pressure. So yeah. I'm nervous, but I think that it's going to be 20, 24-21 Bills. Okay. And then local sports talk radio is um, one production came out and they're going to be a 16-16 tie which really? the last time the Bills tied an opponent was in 1972 Wow! and a lot of our ties we have like 5 or 6 ties in our franchise history it was all before overtime came into fruition oh, okay. so it was during regulation so ties were common in the 60s and then um, into the early 70s but yeah so that's that's our prediction is 16-16 tie, which, dude, if I went to a professional game and watched a tie, I'd get so mad. Yeah. I don't want any part of a tie. That's why I'm happy that NHL switched to shootouts now. Yeah. Because you're going to guarantee a winner now. With their bonus point? Yeah. It's dumb, but yeah. still. Um, yeah, I gotcha. I just don't want a tie. I'd rather just lose the game and just move on. But honestly, yeah, from a standing standpoint, we cannot lose this game. Really? Not really. Well, so Oakland is a game behind us, and then behind them is... So, like, you have Oakland, you have the Colts, and you have Houston. Yeah. Those are the... That's the four teams that are going to make them the wild card, basically, or are going to compete for the wild card. Okay. So, if you... 
So the Colts just lost on Thursday. What was the game on Thursday? Yeah, they they lost yeah, against they the lost. Texans. Yeah, yeah, so they just lost. So Texans moved up one, but they're still a game behind us. I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, I think they're seven they and four. Tough? No, I think they're seven and four. Okay, so we need this game, um, and we need Oakland to lose. The reason why we need this game is because of who we play after the Broncos. Yeah. We have the yeah. Cowboys, the Ravens, the Patriots, and then I think we finish at the Dolphins. Yep. So no, we play the Dolphins twice already. So we, we would did. then play the Jets again. I'm we sorry. The, no, we yes. played the Jets twice too. Right? No, no. So we play the Jets. So we got um, we got the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Ravens. The Steelers, then the Patriots. Okay. And the Steelers, yeah, they have injuries, but they're still playing really good ball. And if we lose against the Broncos, we have to figure out a way to beat the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Patriots before we play the Jets. I mean, the, the next four games. the Jets isn't a guaranteed win either. With Correct. Back. Yeah, he's all, playing halfway decent. All we need is Ed Oliver just to run after um, Mason Rudolph with his helmet off. And then it'll just, like, we'll win the Steelers game just with that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, what were your thoughts on that? I woke up to it. I didn't watch the game. I oh, fell really? asleep. I woke up to it and just thought, this is absolute insanity. And my first initial reaction were basically matched other players in the league yeah. who tweeted that, which I didn't know about until I turned on ESPN. But I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I just, I don't know, whatever whatever started it or whatever. It's, it's dude, it's the NFL. Like, Hold your grievance, just get him on the next play and just bury him in a sack. But don't, I mean, not, I don't know. And it goes both ways. Like, I'm not saying Rudolph is innocent either. Right. But it's just be an adult. Yeah. Like, grow up. Did you see the report that came out that Miles Garrett said Mason Rudolph used racial slurs? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I didn't mean for that to leak into the NFL. Like, yeah. What did you think was going to happen? That, and at the same time, it's, I don't know, man. It depends... If the slur was what I think it is, then it's warranted, and then he should have got his ass beat. Yeah. But it's not like either you're a professional athlete, grow up. Yeah. Race doesn't matter. We're all people. Like be be respectable. Play your game. Pay your mortgage and move on. Like you're you're literally making millions of dollars to be an entertainer. You're not a hero. Like it's it just drives me nuts that 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 happens. Um, true. And that that goes with all the different crimes they get committed with domestics and assault and battery depending on the state i mean it's just like why is that even a thing like yeah. you literally make millions of dollars to play a game you've played since you're eight years old mm-hmm. be professional play the game and move on like it's not i don't know it just drives me nuts that they're not just playing football yeah just play football so if i'm, I'm gonna throw a situation out here and i want your reaction so Shoot. if the bills play denver this week which mm-hmm. they are and josh allen doesn't throw any more interceptions against the top three defense what are going to be your thoughts going into Thanksgiving? Because right now, I think it's pretty much unanimous that the Bills are going to struggle against Dallas because Dallas has a, a mid-level defense, but they also have a pretty crazy offense. Right. So I think that it's pretty much unanimous that it's going to be a struggle. If we win, it's going to be by a very, very, very low margin. And if we lose, we're going to get blown out. Okay. So if the Bills come out against Denver, a top three defense, and Josh Allen throws no interceptions, and we get upwards of 25 points, like more than 25 points, what will be your reaction going into Dallas? Do you think we'll be better? I mean, sure. But I'll honestly just be grateful that he's listening to his coaching and he's not playing hero ball and he's 
taking what the defense gives him because that shows a lot of progress, especially from the first year. Yeah. But if he's able to identify the coverage, make the right read, and understand what is in front of him in a good amount of time, because that's the other thing, he plays better at a higher tempo, yeah. like with no huddle against the Dolphins, then I think that'll that'll help him um, going into Dallas from a, a confidence standpoint, right. which I think is really important going into a matchup like that on Thanksgiving primetime, because you know, obviously, you know, it's going to enter his brain mm-hmm. at some point. Um, and it's just going to be a, a, tested, a testament to how he handles different pressures. Right. And I think having that confidence coming out of Denver, if that does happen, then he'll play better. Yeah. So since the bye week, yep. we've had, or Josh Allen has thrown zero interceptions. Which is huge, yeah. Because that was his biggest criticism coming out of the first four games is that he threw quite a bit of interceptions the first couple games, mm-hmm. um, and he was going for those hero balls. So uh, I did a little analysis that I was super proud of because I I enjoy looking at stats. progress and yeah. stats. So if you're telling me that Josh Allen hasn't improved week over or year over year, I am not going to agree with you because I don't feel that. The first four games of the season were a good indication of where he's at now. So the past five games, which included the Miami game, if you normalize that over the year, which is a pretty good sample size because you're looking at five games. It's not just like one game or two games. You're looking at five consecutive games. Yep. If you normalize that over the year, you're going to have Josh Allen throwing 25 pass touchdowns and zero interceptions. That is huge for an individual who was criticized for the um, his interception rate, his long ball. If you, again, normalize that over last year, which we had more long balls and we had less short balls that were completed, you're still going to have Josh Allen throwing for 3,369 yards normalized this year versus 2,074 yards last year. That's almost like one and a half times better than last year, Yeah, which is huge for somebody that's not hitting those deep balls. Mm-hmm. Even these past five weeks, he hasn't hit deep balls. Can you imagine if he's nailed some of these deep ones? He, he was he had a nice ball to John Brown that was like, I think his the stat for deep ball is thirty yards, and I think that ball was like twenty nine, so good enough for me. Right. But he's playing at an incredible rate versus what he had last year. Sure, he's not a Mahomes or he's not an elite quarterback yet, but it's progress. And if you are thinking to yourself that he's not running enough this year, he's on pace to have one hundred and seven. 107 rush attempts, whereas last year he only had 89 for 554 rush yards and 13 rush touchdowns. Right. Eight rush touchdowns last year. Which is a difference maker when you're going up against different opponents because points are points. Exactly. It's not like he's taking a a backseat to his running. He's just being smarter with it, and it's not necessarily baked into the game plan. Like last year it was just like, all right, the first whole drive, Allen's going to run it. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's predictable now. Whereas now he's being smart with it and it's becoming less predictable. I'm just so pumped going into the season because people think that he's brutal, but I think that he can be our franchise quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't think he wasn't going to be our franchise quarterback, especially in the draft. The amount of attention to detail that the front management has with their draft analysis and then picking the the right guy for the job Mm -hmm. um, is key, and I think that we made the right call with Josh. So, Absolutely. I completely agree. And he's also second in the league right now for consecutive pass attempts without an interception. Right. Kirk Cousins is number one with 171 pass attempts. Josh is at 163 attempts, which is really close. And the next closest is Baker Mayfield with 138. That's a huge gap. Yeah. He's improved 
Josh Allen has improved drastically as a quarterback. He's, I, I mean, definitely second in his draft class yeah. under Lamar. All right, so do you want to get into the rating of this? Yes. Um, did you put the water in it? I did. There was no change. For Correct. Me. Zero. This is a, <laughs> yeah, this is a flavored whiskey. There's not a ton of oils in it. Mm-hmm. The separation, once you put this water in, of all the oils and everything to the top, didn't happen. This isn't a very oily whiskey. Right. Again, it is a very good whiskey. You're getting a, a good combination of rye and corn, and it's a huge flavor profile. You're not getting a ton with that drop. No. So, from a labeling and branding perspective, what do you want to give this one? High. And the reason being is we know the background to the name mm-hmm. and to the label. And I think that it's a direct correlation with what the idea of whiskey is supposed to be. And they did a good job of ensuring that that's brought to fruition, sure. um, which we talked about in the interview with her. So, I would definitely give it above an A++. The one thing that Mary said during the interview is... In order to make a good product, you need a good crew behind you. Yeah. Or something along those lines, mm-hmm. which I think is an amazing phrase to have for a company that's called Casting Crew. Yeah. So just because I know what's on the docket with a different product of theirs, I want to rate this particular label an A++ because I know one that's coming up is going to be the best label that we've ever seen because it's actually etched. Yes, Which that's I true. I really want to account for that's rating true. that one higher. Yeah. So let's rate this one. I mean, I don't even know anymore. A plus plus for this. Yeah, A plus plus. So fair. nose. This is an incredible nose. The the smells that you're getting from this, I like this better than the peanut butter whiskey. Me too. This smells the same way as it tastes. Yeah. And it's a really good experience. Cleo's just having a blast. Yeah, she's good. So A A plus check mark. Yeah. Okay. A plus check mark. Initial yeah. taste. Again, exactly how it smells. Yes. It's, it's a definite walnut toffee, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting any other flavors. So Same. Normally, with whiskey, you are told it's whiskey, and then you have to derive the taste from what you feel it is. And it's going to change from person to person. Right. There is no way from person to person this is going to change. Mm-hmm. This is walnut toffee. Yeah, this is walnut toffee. So I would give this one, because this is fantastic and it goes on ridiculously smooth, Yeah. I would give this one an A++ as well. All right. Ending notes. Again, same. Yeah. I mean, it's walnut toffee. This is a... And there's no burn. Right. And it doesn't hug. It doesn't do anything crazy. I mean, it's just a nice... I love it. Yeah. It's just a nice, smooth product Mm -hmm. from start to finish. So, A++. A++. Perfect. Okay. So, final rating. You're ready to give your final rating? Actually, we didn't write any of this down. So, again, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this. But that's fine. fine. Uh, So, final rating. Um, Take a look. I'm here. All right. Perfect. Ready? One, two, three. 93.5. All right, 93.75. That's our rating for this one. Boom. So go to your local liquor store, pick up a bottle of this. This is fantastic. Yep. And it's only 25 or 30 bucks. I'm not 100% sure on the price of it. Go check out their other products. They have a ton of products. They do. They have five whiskeys in general. Mm-hmm. So go t- check out those. Go listen to the interview with Mary that just released on Friday because it's going to be a great episode. She was very... She was a very good interviewee. Yeah, she was. She's She lives and dies by that company, and it shows in everything she does. She does a really good job. Uh, that was by far one of our best interviews Yeah, so far. So um, we can wrap this up. I mean, it's been about an hour. Good deal. Um, so go like our Instagram, our Facebook page. I just put a poll up on trying to figure out 
when people normally listen to this podcast. Yeah, so definitely take a look at that poll because that's going to directly impact how we do things. Yeah. Um, and that poll does matter. It's not just for the, you know, it's not for the hell of it. So if you don't like us on Facebook, please do. We are definitely most active on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and YouTube just with different videos. So I know you guys are extremely busy and trying to fit us in whenever you can. That's the goal. I mean, we just want to give you an outlet to kind of escape. If you're driving um, after work and you have 15 minutes to listen to something, check out a clip and just be wary that there's clips and there's episodes. So if you are listening to something and you feel like you are out of context or don't know where we started, it's probably because you're listening to a clip of a full episode. So make sure you know what you're clicking before you dive in. Um, cause that's happened before with a few people. Yeah, that is a good point. So episodes, full episodes are released every Monday. Yeah. Uh, the, the full hour episode every Monday is released. Yep. Wednesday, we try to point out special or funny moments that you and I have mm-hmm. just to get people into the actual episode and right. get excited for the episode. So we posted quite a bit about the December spirits event because this is something that we're going to continue promoting all the way to the event. And the reason being is Facebook and Instagram and social media in general is the algorithms are prohibiting the posts from spreading due to the fact that it's directly related to alcohol. So those companies are limiting the outreach that can occur. So that's why I posted on our Instagram and Facebook and then our clip is going to be on YouTube Mm -hmm. that doesn't really state alcohol anywhere in the caption. And then it's just tagging the specific distilleries that are going to be there. Um, so I can kind of help out and promote with them at Ellicott, uh, Ellicott Development. Right. And then Friday is normally a clip that's specifically related to the product that we're doing. Yeah. So if we are doing Cask and Crew, the clip on Friday will either be us talking about the whiskey or if we interview the um, members at that company, we'll post that on the Friday too. So expect since this is a Cask and Crew episode... We will be putting a clip on Wednesday. Friday will be the interview for the cast and crew. And then Monday will be the full episode. Boom. There you go. Um, and so, yeah, like Mike said, make sure you like us on Facebook and Instagram. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a comment if you're either going to buy a bottle of this or you're pumped about the direction of this podcast is going. We're really amped to not only try whiskey, but other spirits and also other happy hour deals with bars and places around. Uh, this is going to be a full encompassing episode revolving around happy hour and everything it entails. Yep. And we're pumped about it. So let us know if you're pumped as well. Um, go check out that interview with Mary. Let us know uh, what you thought of it. Um, go subscribe. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, and then this has been episode nine of the Buffalo Happy Hour, Mike. All right, Derek. I go. will see you very soon. Absolutely. Go make sure you go buy tickets to the Alcan Development event. VIP, 35 bucks. It's going to be a fun event. We're going to be there. Take care, boys. All right, we're out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth. So you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. 
Check out our entire selection of FDP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save